everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson is out. I'm Alan Sanders. Your host is going to be Matt Santini. And before we get to our first guest, I want to remind you that Bartow Sports Zone brought to you by Styles Auto Care, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Latitude Blue, All Star Roofing, Elite Stone Supply, Wilson Pools, St. Angelo's Pizza, Zach Pritchard Injury Law Firm, Schottenkirk Honda, Three Way Campers, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, All Weather Heating and Air, First Class Collision Center, Frazier, uh, excuse me, Frazier Minery Insurance, and Hydro Pro Wash, Northwest Georgia's premier pressure washing. Without further ado, here's Matt Santini. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Bartow Sports Zone. Delighted to have three local teams in the playoffs this week. We're going to get right to it. We've got Coach Eric Bishop with us via the phone this morning. Jackson Hyde also joining us via the Zoom connection. Good morning, gentlemen. And uh, Coach Bishop, I'll start off with a with a quote by, well, Rick Flair. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And tonight you guys go on the road to take on the number 2-ranked Oconee County Warriors. Rankings don't mean anything when we get to the playoffs. I know you feel great about having this opportunity. Yes, sir. It's great to be in the playoffs. And, um, you know, eventually, just like you said, um, if if you want to play for a state championship, you're going to have to play this caliber of a team. Um, McConey's been in it, I think, the last three years. But uh, we're happy for the opportunity, man. Being an underdog is nothing new to us. Uh, we were an underdog against Cass, against the Norville, against North Murray. It's... Uh, it's a hat we we uh, we know how to wear, so we're going to uh, go up there and give it our best shot tonight. Last week you finished really strong. You had a, a lesser opponent in Lakeview, Ford Oglethorpe, but you came out and did what you needed to do. It was really kind of, I view it kind of as a tune-up. Uh, I think some of these teams that took the last week off are going to have to battle getting back on the field, maybe sloppy early. Not the case with your region, as you guys uh, looked great and had an opportunity to honor your seniors at home last week. Yes, sir. Uh, good ball game, and uh, kind of before the game, we talked about it. It needed to be a culminating uh, atmosphere that you know we go out and show those fans, you know what what work these guys have put in, all the progress they've made, and um, you know outside of a few sloppy penalties, um, it was that kind of night. So good win uh, to springboard us hopefully into uh, a playoff run here. We say good morning to Jackson Hyde, who's part of the Bartow Sports Zone team. Jackson, jump on in here and let us know what uh, you got for Coach Bishop this morning. Good morning, Coach. Um, Looking at your first-round opponent, tell us a little bit about what they've got and what you feel like their strengths are that you're going to have to to stop tonight. Well, first and foremost, um, that entire region over there plays great defense. I mean, you, you look at the scores across the board, um, as, as you see those top four or five teams play one another, and they're all low-scoring games. So, um, you know, you expect them to be real strong on defense. Um, offensively, they're much like the Rockmart. Um, they got a great deal of depth. They run a lot of different personnel on the field. Um, you know, you got Jake Johnson, the, uh, you know, big tight end that's going to LSU. You got Number four, who's got multiple uh, Power Five offers and offered by ACC, SEC, and uh, Oklahoma, all kind of offers. So uh, they're going to be strong. There's no doubt. Uh, we got our work cut out for us, that's for sure. Coach, they've gotten – I kind of compare them a little bit to you guys because, they. yes, they've got a lot of talent, but and it's spread out. You mentioned a few of those, but, I mean, on the other side of the one uh, Johnson, you've got Darius Johnson on the other side that has over 500 yards receiving. You mentioned the Weeks kid who's really who's got the Division Five offers or the Power Five offers. You also have C.J. Jones that that also has about 900. And, oh, by the way, a quarterback, you mentioned a great defensive region, and I agree with that. But he's completing about 63% of his passes. So, again, like you guys, they've got a multitude of options offensively that they can go to. And and they're so big and, and physical up front. That's the thing we talked about when we came off the field yesterday. You know, we got to match them, um, you know, from an aggression standpoint, from a physical standpoint, finishing every snap. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun, a great atmosphere, I'm sure. What kind of week of practice did you have this week gearing up for this uh, playoff game? Uh, we had probably one of the best Mondays. You know, Monday is your install day, and, you know, you expect a, a lot of mental mistakes and miscues on Monday, but one of the best Mondays we've had all all year. And then um, it just kind of snowballed and, uh, you know, got better and better each day. Um, Coach Cudd's really uh, turned a lot of the – 
coverage calls and stuff over to that senior group, Eli Agnew and and Jordan Carson and that bunch, and and they're making calls on the field based on the formation. So it was real fun to watch this this practice to see how far this team, you know, practice this week to see how far this team has come. You're, uh, we got about a minute left before we go to break. You know, one thing your team has done, uh, you've traveled really well, 4-1 and one on the road this season. This is a little bit longer trip than you might be accustomed to, but walk us through the, the itinerary for the day. Well, uh, it's pretty simple. We've talked about this in the past. Um, we hit that 540 mark. Um, 540 p.m. Is a, is a landmark for us, so we just work our schedule back from there with regards to travel and pregame meal. Um Try to hit that 540 mark as we're rolling on to uh, the campus of Oconee County and uh, be on a regular schedule from there. Treat it just like a home game from that point on. We'll have more with Coach Eric Bishop after this timeout on Bartow Sports Zone on AM 1450 WBHF FM 100.3, online at WBHFradio.com.org, and on the TuneIn Radio app. Don't go anywhere. El Charro Mexican Grill in Cartersville, Bartow County's top choice for Mexican dining. Located at 700 Dalfit Ferry Road, El Charro combines the freshest ingredients and their house recipes to deliver an experience that's both authentic and delicious. Try their daily lunch specials or stop in for a margarita or cold draft beer after work. Dinner plans? Make it a sizzling fajita night at El Charro. Visit them, El Charro Mexican Grill in Cartersville. Putting your loved one into hospice care could be the most difficult decision you have to make in your lifetime. Make sure they have the comfort, care, and compassion they deserve in those important moments with Assured Hospice Care of Cartersville. Assured Hospice Care is locally owned and operated and is a private company specializing in all levels of hospice care. Assured Hospice Care serving Bartow and surrounding counties. Comfort is our specialty. Trust is our promise. Call 770-387-9578, online at assured-hospice.com. Hello, this is Guy Taff with Tilly Properties. For over 60 years, Tilly Properties has been providing quality industrial and commercial sites throughout Carswell and Bartow County. Our formula is simple, offer a fair price and respond quickly when a tenant has an issue. We currently have professional office space with ample parking that is conveniently located to Highway 41 and I-75. This freshly renovated space is move-in ready and can be modified to fit any need. Call Tilly Properties today and ask for me, Guy Taff, at 770-386-0040. That's 770 Thank you. Photos from christenings and photos from weddings. Grandchildren's scribbles of dogs that are shedding. Paintings that show any scene you can name. These are a few of the things we can frame. Portraits and letters and great big diplomas. Tickets from sports games and pictures of Roma. Travel and gardens and songs grandma sings. These are a few of our favorite things. When the frame falls when the glass breaks when you're feeling sad just simply remember your favorite framer and you won't feel so bad come on down to wall-to-wall frames located at 14 south wall street in historic downtown cartersville or call 770-386-2923 we're open monday through friday 10 a.m to 5 p.m this is valley millsaps and that was my husband joe singing merry christmas have you ever thought about switching to a new pharmacy well before you do consider holtz pharmacy why I will tell you why. Hey, it's BK on the air. Competitive prices, a mobile app with 24-7 requests for refills, and a convenient drive through How about that? Plus, a priority of keeping you healthy. Think about switching to Holtz today. Holtz Pharmacy since 1980. 406 Grassdale Road in Cartersville. Or find them online at HoltzPharmacyGA.com. Suddenly sickly? Inconvenient accident? Illnesses and uh-ohs don't always wait for Mondays. Harbin Clinic Immediate Care Cartersville is open Saturdays and Sundays from 7.30 a.m. until 8 p.m. Located at 150 Gentilly Boulevard. You can walk in, log in, or call in when you need it most. At Harbin Clinic, we care completely and immediately for you. To learn more, visit harbinclinic.com slash immediate care. That's harbinclinic.com forward slash immediate care. Let Sam Franklin spread the holiday cheer throughout the house. For Dad, a new KitchenAid oven or a Maytag washer and dryer. Or for Mom, a catnapper recliner. 
and for Grandma and Grandpa, a new Tempur-Pedic mattress. You can make all the holiday wishes come true at Sam Franklin's Home Furnishings, where they service what they sell. It's your mom, pop, and grandkids store. 144 West Main in downtown Cartersville. Welcome back to Barto Sports Zone on WBHF. Playoff edition here in the early morning. We are delighted to continue our conversation with Coach Eric Bishop. Jackson Hyde will kick off this segment with a question. Go ahead, Jackson. Uh, good, Coach, good morning, by the way. I didn't get to tell you good morning earlier, but uh, it's week uh, game 11. We, you've, you've played 10 regular season football games. Uh, like my granddaddy used to say, the hay's in the barn at this point. It's you, you are who you are. Is there something that you're going to look for tonight early on that will tell you, hey, yes, we're going to be able to either move the ball or stop that play from them? Is there a particular uh, aspect of the game you're looking to check on early tonight and see how you're going to be? I, I, I'll tell you, I don't know that there is something specifically on offense or defense because that's kind of a moving target uh, in the fact that, you know, we're going to find out what their game plan is and then, you know, make our in-game adjustments. Um, you know, what will be important to me, and it is every Friday, is how do we respond to adversity, whatever that is. You know, if it's a turnover, um, you know, a blown coverage or, you know, uh, a call we don't agree with by the officials, um, you know, how we respond to that. Um is what's really important to me. Um, you know, we talk about it all the time. It, it's not what happens to you, but how you react. And, um, you know, that'll be important. It is important in, in everything we do. Um, so it'd be interesting to uh, see how we, we respond to that adversity when it comes to our way tonight. Coach, the um, the atmosphere is one of those things you always got to be concerned. I'm not talking about the weather. I'm talking about the you know, the atmosphere inside the stadium at Oconee County, I would probably think you're prepared to compare it to one, one of the more energetic and uh, intense environments, being the playoffs and being a highly ranked team and being, you know, getting an opportunity for them to, on their end to play at home. What do you tell your players about that? Uh, <clears throat> just, you know, stay focused, keep your head inside the fence. Um, you know, we we will obviously, you know, feed off of our our fans and and that but uh you know it like you said it's, it's going to be nothing new to Oconee County I mean they're used to these high state games and 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 big ball games whether they're at home or on the road um it'll be something that we'll just have to adjust to as we get there and um you know hopefully again we, we react in a positive manner you mentioned the fans uh plans for a send-off for your team this afternoon or uh, caravanning to the game. What what does Adairs will have planned for the game tonight? Uh, well, we got a uh, got a little ceremony as we uh, get ready to depart. We'll have uh, you know we'll we'll load the buses and and load the equipment trailer and all that, and then we'll do our our tiger walk that takes you through the cafeteria up and down the steps in the uh, in the atrium there in the middle of the school, and then. Uh, walk out the front door, load the buses, and uh, take off to uh, Oconee. That's uh, the plan. Outstanding. You know, your your program is no stranger to being in the playoffs, but I know every year uh, it's it's got to be special for you as a, as a head coach and a coaching staff to watch your players achieve something, and this year's no different. Take a moment and kind of reflect on, on what it means to, to have this group of players uh, playing in the next uh, next segment of the season. You know, we talked about it a little bit last week, and, um, you know, I feel like this team has overachieved from the very first week. Um, and to see them just believe in, in what we're doing, believe in the process, and, you know, really rely on, um, you know, the, the outcomes to be what they are. Um, this, this team is a special group. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you see it on social media and everything there. A great group of kids, and uh, it's been fun to watch them grow and and get to this point, and hopefully we can keep this thing going another week or two. Defensively, I want to go back to to the actual game. We we talked about them offensively, and you mentioned the fact, pretty well documented, a strong defensive region. How do they line up? Are they doing three-man fronts? Are they doing multiples? Are they going single-high safety? 
Uh, what are what are some of the things that people can expect out of Oconee tonight? Uh, well, they're going to be, you know, a three-four front. Although they can be multiple if they need to be with down and distance, but they're going to be two high safeties. Um, you know, rolling their safeties down and 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 getting in the box. It'll be like every week when we, you know, when we face two high safeties, we got to see what their plan is for triple option and you know, kind of build our offensive game plan from there. But um, they're, they're definitely good. They're good at every position. Um, you know, I think something we haven't talked about, special teams, I think special teams can be big tonight. They've got a great kicker. And, um, you know, we we do what we do on special teams. So uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see how that phase of the game plays out tonight. Well, you stole my, my next question, which was the special teams. And, again, you kind of gloss over the fact, oh, we're just going to do what we do on special teams. It really has become almost a a, a Frank Beamer type thing at Virginia Tech. It's a staple of Adairsville that you find something interesting and creative to try to, to change the football game on special teams. What's your inspiration for that, and, and you know how, how did that develop? Well, um, it really developed out of the idea of the triple option. Um, you know, not a lot of people run through triple option anymore, and and a team has to spend a great deal of time working on, you know, alignment and assignment against triple option, and we just felt like if we built, you know, a special teams package that added to their workload in a week, I mean, there's only so many work hours in a week, and... Um, you know, special teams was an area that, you know, we could we could steal some time, if, if you will. Um, you know, steal time from our opponents, and maybe they're not spending as much time on offense and defense. Well, it certainly has been uh, fun to listen to uh, getting the updates every week. It seems like there's something special teams that flips the game. Maybe you'll do that to pour it on a little bit tonight. As uh, we get out of here, uh, give us a... Give us a little bit of motivation here tonight for the Adairsville Tigers and uh, send us send us out in a good way. Uh, well, it's very simple. It's like you said, the big man, you got to beat the man. And, you know, we're not going to hold anything back tonight. Obviously, special teams. Um, we talked about it yesterday, and we'll talk about it again before we hit the field. Um, it's no hold far tonight. All right, Coach. Have a great one. Go Tigers. Sports Zone on WBHF AM 1450 FM 100.3. Joined with Jackson Hyde and now joined by the head coach of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, Connor Foster. Good morning, coach. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hope all is well. Thanks for having me. All is well. Let's get right out the gate with something a little bit on the lighter side. You know, it rained like everything last night, and it got me to thinking about how nice it is to have that artificial turf and not have to worry about drying out a field or trying to number and line that thing this morning. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, if you've, if you've played football here at Cartersville for the last 20 or 30 years, you've probably heard us, you know, talk about, you know, where you're going to be when the grass turns brown and, and working and preparing all summer for when that grass changes colors and, and it's playoff time and our time here at Cartersville. And, uh, so there's a part of me, the nostalgic side, that's a little bit sad, but, uh, the most of me is really thankful that we're going to be playing on this beautiful artificial surface, and um, especially in light of a heavy rain last night and not having to worry about the condition of the field today. So before we get to Lithonia, I know a lot of people are interested in, in what happens uh, in an off week, what everybody did to prepare for this week's opponent, and I know we're not even going to talk about down the road, but what was last week like? What was last Friday off? Where was the coaching staff? And then how did this week of practice go? How did you handle the last two weeks? Yeah, so, um, you know, last week we gave them Monday. Uh, normally following a game, uh, we do film on Sunday. So we gave them Sunday off, let them spend some extra time with their family and, and at church. And on uh, Monday they came in and we did all of our film work um, and did some conditioning. And then we practiced Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And, um, you know, we, we worked a lot of situational football, some, some four and five minute defense, some two minute offense, uh, worked on, you know, coming in and out of the red zone and, you know, just, um, special team situations, just a lot of things that, that at times during the season, it's hard to, hard to get to when you're working so hard to prepare for a specific opponent. And then we started working in some stuff for some potential matchups down the road. We, we got some, some film on, on some potential matchups um, that, we, that we thought we might see second and third round down the road because we weren't sure about our first-round opponent at that time and started integrating them into uh, what we were seeing offensively and defensively from a scout perspective. And Friday night, 
Uh, our coaches, we went and watched Lithonia. Um, some of our coaches went to Warner Robins, and then we had some coaches at Jones County, which would be a potential third-round matchup as well. So uh, I really appreciate our coaching staff, their willingness to work, their, their willingness to, to go do whatever it's going to take to make sure that our kids are prepared. Coach, the uh, opponent this week, Lithonia, the number four seed uh, out of uh, Region uh, 5. I've seen them on film. Obviously, you've dissected them a pretty good bit. What do you What do you see as the biggest challenge tonight for your football team? Um, I, I think it's going to be limiting big plays. Um, you know, they're athletic on on both sides, and I, I think you know we talk about limiting big plays. It's not just about uh, defensive perspective; it's offensively not giving up negative plays uh, or or turnovers. So, I think limiting big plays on both sides of the ball. Uh, being able to come out to a fast start, um, you know, and kind of get them out of their comfort zone, I think that'll be big for us tonight. Jackson Hyde's a big part of the Bartow Sports Zone team. What do you have for Coach Foster this morning, Jackson? Uh, Coach, uh, and talking to some of the members of your coaching staff this week, it, it sounds like they do do some stuff a little bit different defensively than you're used to seeing in, yeah. in Lafonia. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you expect out of them there. Yeah, you know, they, it, they've been an interesting bunch to scout um, just because they, it's kind of a new, a new ball club uh, every week. And uh, I think they've kind of figured, figured out who they want to be. You know, they've been a four-man front, but lately they've gone to kind of a bear defense. And that's a five-man front. Um, they'll play a nose and two, three techniques that are really uh, physical with two, five techniques on our tackles. And so they really want to try to load the box. And then they're going to play some, some man coverage and, and mix in some different zone looks. And so – you know, we're going to have to do some different things to, um, you know, try to get them out of their comfort zone, and we're going to have to adjust uh, to the look that we get. You know, it's almost like um, when we used to coach in the wing tee, you kind of had to wait and see how somebody's going to line up before you could really adjust your game plan, and I think you'll see some of that tonight. We'll have to make several adjustments throughout the game, and that's kind of the name of the game uh, in football today. It's not just coming in with the game plan, but the ability to tweak and adjust your game plan on the fly is, is really um, significant. You guys play an awful lot of players on both sides of the ball. I think you probably probably play more players each week than they have on their roster. You did mention they uh, they look rather athletic, but not an awful lot of depth there at all. Yeah, I think that'll be big for us. You know, it's something that we've really had to cultivate. Uh, you know, it was an issue for us uh, last year. and So, you know, we were um, diligent and intentional about trying to really work hard this summer and, and early on this season to um, – to try to make sure that, that we develop some depth and it's paid off for us. You know, we've had some injuries, but we've had the next man up mentality and hopefully we can continue to grind games out with fresh legs in the second half. Offensively, uh, we've got about a minute left. I want to, before we go to this break, I don't want to delay it any longer. Tell us about the season, your, your assessment of the season of Amari White. Oh, he's, he's just been incredible. And I, I, I tell you, um, he's such a competitor. He's, he's so fun to watch because he doesn't give up on, on any run. And, you know, from an offensive line perspective, I know those guys appreciate it because he's just so physical. His lateral quickness um, is incredible, but his physicality, you know, I tell people that ask, you know, he's a shorter back, but he's not a small back. He certainly doesn't run like a small running back. And, you know, the thing about him is, too, I wish everybody could know his heart and know what kind of young man he is. He's, he's just a pleasure to be with every day. He's a great representative of our program, and I'm just so thankful he's having a tremendous senior season. We'll be back with more of Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes after this timeout. Georgia residents, it's time to Black Friday like never before. Autobuy, Google's number one rated car buying company in the nation, wants to pay you the max for your car, truck, SUV, boat, or ATV. If it has wheels, we'll buy it. If it floats, we will buy it for the max. We're paying up to $1,000 more than any competitor. CarMax, we pay you up to $1,000 more. Carvana, we pay you up to $1,000 more. Any local dealership, we pay the max. It's on the spot and in 20 minutes or less. Plus, this month only, get a Black Friday shopping spree on us. Don't get misleading online offers that change when you get there. Call, click, chat, or come by to get your instant offer. 
It's that fast and easy. To get the max, visit AutoBuy in Cartersville or WePayTheMax.com. Offers cannot be combined. Battle off the condition of vehicle inspection. Must sell your vehicle to receive the shopping spree, which is a $250 gift card. All offers expire month end. When you need fencing, call a pro. Call Pro Fencing and Roofing of Cartersville. Locally owned, locally operated, locally trusted. Evan Cole at Pro Fencing can install a beautiful new fence for your home and can add paint and stain. Pro Fencing will remove your old fence at no charge with the purchase of a new wood privacy fence. And they've got firewood. Seasoned firewood is available for pickup and delivery. Call Pro Fencing and Roofing today, 678-327-8199, and make your home project a finished product. Matthew's Kia of Cartersville, number one in the nation for customer sales satisfaction, is back and better than ever. Our inventory is back. Our selection is better. And all October long, if you purchase a new or certified pre-owned Kia, we're giving back to the Hope Center in Cartersville. Come out today at Test Drive, the all-new 2022 Kia Sorento SX, and drive it home for $6.99 a month. We're back and better than ever. All roads lead to Matthew's Kia of Cartersville. We got you covered. See dealer for details. It's time to take charge and make your comeback at Georgia Highlands College. Let us help you on the path to the career you're ready for. It's the right time at the right place and for the right price. Helping students recharge their future while juggling careers and families is important at GHC. That's why your class options are flexible and include on-campus or online opportunities to fit your schedule. Whether you want to go back and finish your degree or find something new, Georgia Highlands College is the way to take charge of your future with an affordable college degree. A bachelor's in business administration will put you in charge with healthcare management or logistics and supply chain management. Find your future career in education, graphic design, sports management, or over 40 other programs to choose from. Taking charge of your future has never been easier. Head over to go.highlands.edu and our staff will help you every step of the way. Apply by December 15th for spring semester and start taking charge of your future at Georgia Highlands College today. Parker looking over the middle, going to float it to the back of the end zone. Touchdown, it's Amari White, who caught it in the back half of the end zone, and the Hurricanes have scored first. Three local teams enter the playoffs this Friday, and WBHF is the one place for all the action. We'll have Cartersville and the Lithonia Bulldogs from Region 5 on the air and online. We'll also keep you updated on the Bartow Sports Zone Game of the Week, featuring the Cass Colonels traveling to take on the St. Pius Lions and the Mountain Coast Network's coverage of the Adairsville Tigers as they travel to Oconee County to take on the Warriors. WBHF coverage starts at 6 o'clock with Don Startup and me, Matt Santini, for Countdown to Kickoff, presented by Glenda Mitchell Law Firm. We'll be live from Scott's Walk-Up Barbecue to discuss these games and playoff matchups from around the state. Kickoff is set for 7.30. After the game, it's the Harry Daniel Insurance post-game party. Canes and Bulldogs this Friday on your community radio station, WBHF 100.3 FM and AM 1450. Online at WBHFradio.org and on the TuneIn Radio app. You know us, we know football. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Right back at it on Bartow Sports Zone. Matt Santini, Jackson Hyde, Alan Sanders joined by Connor Foster. We'll continue on from there and throw it to Jackson. Go ahead, my man. Uh, Coach, uh, kind of picking up where uh, Mr. Mayor left off earlier, talking about Amari White. Uh, the end of the uh, regular season, all region teams came out this week. Came out this week. Obviously, Carterville is well represented in, in a lot of positions, and rightfully so. Um, tell us a little bit about some of those kids and, and – and uh, what their future is, those that are seniors, if those that are looking to play at the next level. Yeah, you know, um, really, really excited for so many of our young men to be represented on first and second team. Also, honorable mention, guys. And, you know, we talked a little bit about it last night. We hadn't made a big deal about it within our program. Um, you know, we talked last night about, you know, it, in, in the end, we'll look back and enjoy all these, you know, individual uh, awards and recognitions but but right now you know our, our focus is still on putting some more numbers up on the bricks here at Wyman Stadium and you know any, anybody that's ever won any of those individual awards at Cartersville I promise you would trade them out for a state championship so we'll we'll reflect on those and enjoy them when when the time is appropriate but I, again I am just so pleased for our seniors especially our seniors that were represented on that list um there were so many of them I, I don't want to start naming them because I'll forget them um forget somebody but you know, we've started to get some kids with some more looks and some more opportunities. Uh, I think after the initial signing period, I think we'll have even more with some opportunities. And, you know, uh, recruiting has 
has kind of pushed back if you're not a power five guy and, and, and starting to trend towards um, kind of a later cycle. So uh, we got some guys that are going to play at the next level, and I'm, I'm really excited for all of them. Coach, I'm going to stay on the theme of things kind of more macro than anything else, but one of the things I've enjoyed most about this team is, yes, the, the teams of success in years past, there were there have been players, I guess the best way to say it is the kids that are on the field for Cartersville now are kids that grew up in the program, that have got multiple years in the program, that you know that they grew up wanting to wear that purple and play at Weinman Stadium. Talk about that versus, you know, in other years where you might have had a couple of pieces kind of move in last moment. Well, you know, every team is unique, uh, and what makes every team special is is different depending on the kids and your coaches. And you know, this group's been a ton of fun to coach. We, we've got a handful of new coaches and uh, eighteen new starters coming into the season, and we've had injuries and different people that have stepped up every week. And they've just been a, a joy to coach because they're so selfless uh, and they're so humble. And um, our chemistry is outstanding, and um, it just speaks volumes to to the character. The, the, excuse me, the character, and then you know more importantly, the culture that we've cultivated here within our program. And our kids believe that we're going to find a way to win. Our kids love this program. They understand the expectation. They understand the standard. You got to come see them lift weights every day. It's a joy to to practice with them every day. They they just love being with each other. They love this program, and and it's just very humbling to be a part of them. Okay, I'm not sure what's going on there, Coach. I think Matt's talking, but we're not hearing anything coming through. There we go. Sorry about that. There we go. Now he's back. I'm a professional broadcaster. When the mic's on, it works better. Uh, I got you. Let's get back to Lothonia a little bit and and some of the challenges that they might present offensively. You mentioned them being kind of long and athletic. Quarterback's a little bit raw, but does have that big playability. Yeah, he can press the ball down the field. They've got some long receivers and, you know, but the running, the running game, you know, it, it's not multiple per se, you know, it's mostly inside and outside zone, uh, but they're physical and, and the running backs get downhill and they do a good job of making one cut uh, and getting vertical. And so we're going to have to rally to the football. We're going to have to be physical ourselves and uh, try to take the run game away from them and, you know, get them behind the chains and down the distance. And then we'll be able to pin our ears back and get after them. Coach, uh, we're going to wrap it up right there other than to say uh, thank you and go Canes. I, we were talking off the air about things you really love doing and how far down on the list it seems that uh, being a head football coach is. And I know this is – you said that's number one for you. I'm sure number two is spending mornings with us. So we won't – Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I always, I always uh, appreciate you guys. Appreciate the opportunity to promote our program. Thank you so much. All right. Well, have a great day. Go Canes. Good luck, Coach. Okay. We'll talk yes, to you sir. next week. Yes, sir. Look forward to it. When we come back next hour, we're going to have Cass head football coach Steve Gates. Jackson Hyde's going to take control of the steering wheel on that one as I get to head to Cartersville Primary School to speak to their second graders. And then we'll probably be joined by Brad Stevens and a cast of others as we talk about college football. There's a little game between Georgia and Tennessee and a whole lot more. So enjoy the rest of Bartow Sports Zone. We'll be back after a news break. Hello and welcome back to another episode, another hour of Bartow Sports Zone. Matt Santini took care of hour one. Jackson Hyde is going to take care of hour two. I'm Alan Sanders, and I want to say very quickly thank you to all of the sponsors for Bartow Sports Zone, including Styles Auto Care, Latitude Blue, Elite Stone Supply, St. Angelo's Pizza, Schottenkirk Honda, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, All Weather Heating and Air, Frazier, Maneri Insurance, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, All-Star Roofing, Wilson Pools, Zach Pritchard Injury Law Firm, Three-Way Campers, First Class Collision Center, and Hydro Pro Wash, Northwest Georgia's premier pressure washing. And we've got another guest as well. We've got all the coaches that are playing extra bonus football. So before we can introduce the guest, let's bring in Jackson Hyde. Thank you, Alan. Uh, Coach Gates, um, unfamiliar territory for the for the Cass Colonel football program. I know you have come from two uh, successful programs at North Cobb and Kell where playing game 11 is the norm. Um, tell us a little bit. I know it was a little anticlimactic. We kind of locked it up early in the season, so there wasn't a lot of anticipation here late. But how's the how's the last two weeks gone, and how's the team feel coming into tonight's game? 
Well, I took a lot of the uh, the fun stuff that Coach Queen taught me at North Cobb, and then Coach Cook taught me at uh, at Kell to generate and, and have excitement during these playoff weeks. Um, you know, you don't, it's not that you don't practice less or practices are less intense, but you just kind of scale back on some things that, that are less important compared to things that are more important at this time of year. And, and I think we've done that. We've had some great practices. Um, and, you know, the, the kids have responded. They're excited. We're excited. The coaching staff excited. The community, the, the administration's excited. And, uh, of course, I'm very, very excited. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go down there tonight and give it a shot. I promise you that. We're going to go uh, empty, the, empty the chamber. Well, uh, as most people know, the Colonels are traveling uh, down to DeKalb County to take on uh, St. Pius tonight at 730. Um, coach, I've, I've watched a little bit of them on film and I know you've, you've spent a couple of weeks now watching them on film. Tell us a little bit about that offense that, uh, you're going to look at tonight. That's, uh, it's extremely efficient. They, uh, they're not big up front, but they are tough, uh, well coached. Um, you know, they come off the ball. Well, they, they just don't make a lot of mistakes. You don't see them fumbling the football. Uh, they don't throw it very often, uh, but when they do, they set you up for it. So they'll run, 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 set something up, boom, throw, throw something where you're you're biting on that run that they just ran for six or seven times. So they're 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 well coached, and uh, you know, as as that, what's been going on the last few days, they're uh, you know numbers wise, they should be a seven A school uh, with all the move ins and all that stuff. So it's it'll be a big challenge for us, but we're ready. Brad, you got anything for Coach? Yes, sir. I was about to – I'm coming in. <laughs> good morning, Coach. Um, you know, these guys uh, have had a pretty successful season. They've had a pretty good run. They haven't lost since September. Um, you know, I know that your guys are keeping up with how they've done all season. They probably heard a lot of hype about how great St. Pius is. How do you combat that in practice, you know, with all the, the – uh, you know, these guys make the playoffs a lot. They're in the mix a lot. How do you get your guys prepared for something like that going down to their place? Just that, that our region is one of the toughest regions in the state in 5A. You know, when you play, you know, when you got to travel up to Calhoun and play those guys and, and that have been perennial, you know, final four teams for a year in and year out and the blessed trinities of the world that um, that have, you know, six, seven, eight, nine Division One players on them. You know, we've played teams like that so far. And, and, uh, and so the kids, you know, and that's what I told the kids, this team isn't any better than a, a blessed Trinity or a, you know, a Calhoun that, that we played with at some aspect of the season, um, during times, uh, on Friday night. So we'll see, uh, I, you know, we're as healthy as we can be and, and, uh, um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Coach, I, I want to touch on somebody who's really impressed me for the last two or three weeks, seems to come into his own, and that's Freddie Beatty. Uh, you know, he made a second-team offense uh, for the region as a running back. Uh, doesn't really surprise me. You've said this about him before, all of his runs now. He seems to be falling forward all the time. Uh, you know, can you explain to us how he's changed over the last two or three weeks? And he's just running the ball mean, I think. Uh, what, what, do you, how do you, what do you attribute to that? Yeah, Freddie. Freddie has come along. He's uh, he's sneaky fast. Uh, he he runs track. He's on the four by one hundred relay team, so he's a multi sport athlete. He he um, he squats over five hundred pounds. Um, he's just he's just a great kid, and uh, he's learning to be a running back. He's uh, he's not there yet, but he's definitely uh, trending up to where he understands. Uh, he understands our offense. He understands the zone read concept now of the mesh and all that stuff. You just can't be a running back and go out there and run the zone read. There's, there's, there's cutbacks. There's, there's things you have to look for, and you can tell him kind of coming to his own uh, mid-season this year. Because even you know, as a junior, early season, he was struggling with some of the, the aspects of it. But uh, he's coming along, and he's fun to watch uh, when he gets going. And coach, every now and then we see a young man named Ian Lowe. I think we've heard of him a few times on the radio. Comes in and runs the ball a little bit. Tell us about you know that decision, how it came to be that Ian Lowe was able to run the ball. Well, he just he, he's you know arguably uh, one of our toughest players, and and 
He's he's again he's kind of sneaky fast too. He he showed that on a scoop and a seventy yard scoop and score against Blessed Trinity. So he, uh, you know, Ian's you know our leader and 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 he apparently I asked him about running the football and all the kids said, Coach, he used to run the football. He used to be a running back. So he hasn't done it for a couple of years until now. And uh, he's definitely shown he's got great technique and form and and. Uh, He's he's a good change up to Freddie. Coach, we got about a minute and a half left. Uh, you know, just touch on uh, you know what this season has meant to you. Your second year as a Cass High's coach. Uh, you know the progress that you made since your first day. Well, I'm just fortunate that that Mr. Rivard uh, and the Cass High School administration had faith in me to come in here and try to. Uh, you know, get this program uh, to the next level, and and we're in that we're in that process. You know, we're not there, uh, but we're taking good steps. We're taking solid steps, and uh, uh, you know, the next step is is winning playoff games, and which obviously advances you to the second round. So, um, just very fortunate. I'm I'm uh, uh, I feel good uh, about tonight, and um, uh, I know the kids are excited, and I'm excited for the kids especially the seniors. The the group of seniors is small, but man, they're good. They're they're great kids. They do everything we ask them to do. So uh, I want to send the seniors out with, with some fun tonight. Absolutely, Coach. We're up on a break. Stay with us. We'll be back with, with Coach Gates after this. El Charro Mexican Grill in Cartersville, Bartow County's top choice for Mexican dining. Located at 700 Dalfit Ferry Road, El Charro combines the freshest ingredients and their house recipes to deliver an experience that's both authentic and delicious. Try their daily lunch specials or stop in for a margarita or cold draft beer after work. Dinner plans? Make it a sizzling fajita night at El Charro. Visit them, El Charro Mexican Grill in Cartersville. Hey everyone, Alan Sanders here, and boy do I have some big news from your friends at Candy Apple Custom Collision. They're now Cartersville's only certified GM Collision Center. That's right, Candy Apple is now certified for Ford and GM, plus Nissan, Kia, Hyundai, and more. Go see Kyle, Kim, and Dee, and know that you're getting a complete, safe, quality, and certified repair. Call Candy Apple at 770-606-1800. Your neighbor in the auto repair business, a name you can trust. Candy Apple Custom Collision. CBD oil isn't new, but maybe it's new to you. CBD oil can have numerous health benefits, such as reducing inflammation and help with arthritis. Interested in trying CBD? Why not buy it from a reputable local company? That's Georgia Pharmaceuticals. They grow their hemp plants here in Bartow County and sell CBD oil across northwest Georgia. If you're over 50, it might be time to investigate the benefits of CBD oil. Purchase online at georgiafarmed.org or locally at Ross's Diner and other supporting retailers. You have all the questions and Sammy Morris and Benjamin Moore at Morris Color Center have all the answers. Questions like, how much paint do I need? What's the best Benjamin Moore paint? Oil-based or latex? What's the best interior or exterior Benjamin Moore paint? Well, Sammy and Ben have all the answers. Morris Color Center, South Tennessee Street. The question is... Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on Bartow's Morning News. Alan Sanders with you with the guys, including Brad Stevens, Jackson Hyde, Nicholas Sullivan will join in in a little bit, and our guest, Coach Steve Gates of the Cast Colonels. Look, we could talk hot and cold, but let's face it, when you have three or four high school teams running into playoffs, getting bonus playing time, that's hot to me. And you may be hot or cold, but you don't have to be if you allow the licensed pros at All Weather Heating and Air evaluate your heating or cooling needs and get your HVA system updated or repaired. Call 770-315-5909, visit the All Weather office at 333 North Tennessee Street, or learn more by going to All Weather Heating and Air. .com. Brad Stevens, you were in the midst of chatting with the coach, so I'm going to kick it right back over to you. Thank you, Alan. Uh, coach, we were talking about you know how you've taken this program since last year, and now you've made it to the playoffs for the first time as a head coach. New environment for the, this Colonel team. It's been 15 years, but you're playing a team that's very experienced in the playoffs. 
Coach, when you get to, to, to the fourth seed and you're going against the one seed, you got to hear all the hype, as we talked about before. How do you prepare your seniors who've never been in this spot before to lead that team on the field, You know, knowing that they, this is their first time too? Just let it go. Let let it go and see what happens. You know, they're, they're, I think they're starting 17, 18 seniors, and we're starting five or, you know, five on any given uh, – on, on each side of the ball. So, you know – uh, they're older, they're more experienced. Uh, you know, we got a bunch of young kids out there that are playing their tails off. Um, and you know, just let it go. Just we, you know, it's, it's kind of house money when you're a four seed playing a one seed, you just have nothing to lose. So we're going to, uh, just go out there and, and, and swing and, and see if we connect with something. We just have to, uh, you know, we we can't shoot ourselves in the foot if we play smart football on offense and and keep the turnover ratio in our favor. We have a legitimate shot. Um, do I think they're going to score on us? Yeah, they're a very very good football team, um, but uh, I think we can score on them as well. Speaking of scoring and connections, coach, you know the the young sophomore connection of uh, Devin Henderson and Sokovia White's been. Really a, a positive uh, thing for you the last two or three weeks. You know, the Calhoun game especially. Uh, you know, he's also had a connection with Tino Jones. You know, talk about Devin's progression in the last two or three weeks, how he's grown up uh, as he faces his first playoff game tonight. Yeah, he, you know, he's grown up on and off <clears> – <throat> excuse me, on and off the field. He's uh, – and we're finding his niche of what Devin does well and uh, what, you know, as a sophomore quarterback going on his uh, – I guess it would be his 21st start you know, he's, uh, he's come a long way and he's, he's learning and we're learning Devin of what he can help us with and what things he struggles with. And we're starting to find that. And, uh, you know, the, the flip side to that, Brad, is he's, he's, uh, the offensive line has, has done a tremendous job this year. Um, you know, doing, doing what, what we ask him to do. So it's as a, the unsung heroes out there, Coach G and those guys have done a great job with with the OL and you know I say he's done Devin's done well off the field. He texted me a few weeks ago uh, and wanted every offensive lineman's cell phone number. So I don't know what he sent him, but it's, I have a feeling he sent him you know sent him a thanks or something because he probably had a couple hundred yards passing and 150 yards rushing and three touchdowns. So he wanted to thank the offensive line. So I think that's when I say he's growing up. Uh, uh, and the offensive line is helping with that. is is fun to watch uh, transpire. Yeah, and speaking of offensive linemen, Jackson Hyde's still on here. I'm sure he has a question for you. Yeah, Coach, you kind of stole my thunder a little bit. I was going to talk a little bit about Devin. Um, Devin is, has, uh, is a playmaker. There's no question about it. And, and uh, the turnovers have been there at times with him. Um, but if you're going to live by him trying to make plays, you're going to die by him trying to make plays sometimes. But – Tonight, if you mentioned if we can keep the turnover ratio in our favor, uh, I know you feel like we can move the ball. If we get the lead, do you feel like their offense is one that could come back and, and try to get back in the game? Because as a Georgia Tech fan, watching the triple option for years, if we get behind, we're usually dead. Would you agree? Yeah, the same five being that same boat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Georgia Tech. I mean, that's a whole nother. Uh, I'll I'll just leave Georgia Tech out of this, but. Um, as far as St. Pius is concerned, uh, no, they can, now St. Pius compared to Georgia Tech can break it on any play. I mean, they got, they got a fullback in there that runs that triple that runs the down, the veer right off the tackle that can go 80 on any given play. So I don't, I don't consider them a, a slow team where if we were be fortunate enough to get up that I would have to worry about them, you know, coming back on us cause they could. So, you know, we're going to, uh, we're going to play our football um, and and try to slow them down. Um, they score points against everybody that they played, so I don't think we're going to be any different. Um, we just have to. I just want us to have a shot in the fourth quarter. If we're if we're within striking distance or you know a touchdown up in the fourth quarter, that's all I can ask for. Let's 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 coach and and let's see the kids make some plays and see who comes out on top. Coach, you've watched probably a ton of film on these guys. Uh, you know, if, what's the what concerns you the most about St. Pius offensively and on defense? Their offensive line. It's uh, they're they're six foot, one hundred ninety pounds. So they they just look like a normal kid walking down the street, but they come the they come off the ball twelve inches off the ground. They get on all fours, 
uh, and they they're extremely tough, and and uh, it's very and I you know uh, I told uh, Coach Garrison the other night on the phone from St. Pius that's that is the most impressive thing I see on their football team is their their offensive line is pretty impressive coming off the ball in that triple option. You know it's uh, you know they get down in all fours, but they still pull the guards, and uh, so it's it's. It's not necessarily fun to watch because I hate the triple option. I hate, you know, but uh, it's fun as an O-line guy. It's fun to watch the offensive line, and, and they're very, very impressive. And then how about on defense, Coach? What about St. Pius's defense concerns you the most? Uh, they there's they don't do anything special. They just say try to beat us. I mean, they, they play sound football. They play disciplined football. They're never out of position. They do what they're supposed to do. They're – you know, no, no reverse or no trick play is going to work on them because they're sound football. You know, a, a, a bootleg would not work against St. Pius because there's the outside backer uh, defensive end on the backside is going to be doing his responsibility. So uh, they're they're very well coached on defense and they play hard. Um, so uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. Well, Coach, uh, one, one last question for you, Coach. Is there one thing that we can look for tonight early on that if we have success with that might be a sign of, of a good night for us? Is there one particular thing you're looking for early uh, that, that might show a, a sign of success? Um, just, uh, you know, if you, if you guys think about probably four out of our last six games – uh, which would be kind of our region games, we have shot ourselves in the foot in the first three minutes in any way, shape, or form. Dropping a, uh, a, kick, uh, a kickoff return, muffing that right off the bat. Um, you know, fumbling the football, I think two out of those four uh, mishaps in the first series. So, uh, you know, Coach Gaddy and I talked the other day, my defense coordinator, and we're, we're, let's, I hope something goes our way. You know, for a change, let let us have a a mishap on. Let them have a mishap where it benefits us early on. Uh, so you know, uh, a long run. You know, Cartersville, the second play of the game, win eighty. You know, those things we need to stop and 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 not not allow to have uh, happen. If that if those mishaps don't happen, we'll be good. He's Coach Gates from Cass High School. They take on the St. Pius Lions tonight. Be sure to tune in. We'll be back with more Bartow Sports Zone after this. Welcome back to WBHF AM 1450, FM 100.3 online using the TuneIn Radio app. TuneIn.com or going to the brand new revitalized website, WBHFradio.org. I'm Alan Sanders, and this is Bartow Sports Zone. And all of your local sports coverage, including all three of our coaches, if you missed it, you missed on some great conversation. All of your local sports brought to you by First Class Collision Center. Not only providing free estimates, work with all insurance companies, and maintaining a Google five-star rating, but now First Class has a truck collision body shop for all of your area big rigs. The 18-wheelers come to First Class Collision. First Class does all types of mechanical work on all types of vehicles as well. Located just south of Grassdale Road on Joe Frank Harris Parkway, First Class Collision specializes in fiberglass and aluminum with quality workmanship on all makes and models. Call 770-755-2200 for your free estimate today or visit First Class Collision on Facebook. And rejoining us on Bartow Sports Zone, Brad Stevens. We've got Nick Sullivan and Jackson Hyde. Brad, Boy, what a wonderful sports weekend we've got heading our way, including bonus football coverage, as we've been talking about so much today. Yeah, this is the first time since I've been on Bartow Sports Zone. We've had three local playoff teams uh, in football. It's really exciting for all of us. We get to cover all kinds of games. Uh, just really a, a fun time for everybody. Nick Sullivan is on the call with us right now. Nick, as a reporter here at the Daily Tribune, you, you're getting to cover three playoff football games, man. How are you going to do that? Um, well, um, the way it's set up this year with, with two of them being on the road, um, you know, doesn't, doesn't make it easy on us, but, um, you definitely would rather have, uh, three teams than, than none for sure. Um, so we're, we're just going to do the, the best we can to try to, you know, give everybody the coverage and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we got three more next week. 
Yeah, the, re, this region here is matched up, at least in the 5A, matched up with Region 1 uh, in the second week, which is a tough draw for anybody. Jackson High, that's that Ware County, Coffee County, um, Warner Robins region, Jackson. That's not something to look forward to for most people. Not at all. It's kind uh, of it's, it, it's weird to me but in my opinion uh the round two matchups are going to definitely determine the, the 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 state champion i think uh one of those uh region one or one of these uh guys out of region seven or, or the eventual state champions bad draws by you know a couple of them the you know carters will be in the one seed and and what do you know they get warner robbins round two just a, a bad draw for for the two regions this year but it's going to come down to those two regions i think the state champion comes out of out of one of those yeah, at one point or another, more than half of the top ten was comprised of teams from these two regions. Uh, speaking of regions and moving around, obviously there was a lot of buzz this week about reclassification. Some people were going to get bumped up and some people were going to move down. Uh, Nick, you sent us a big list of uh, who was moving around, and you see where uh, Cass, Carswell, and Woodland are going to remain in the same region, but they're going to have some uh, new faces in there uh, next season, Nick. Yeah, so right now region uh seven five A is a is a six team, six school uh region. Um five of those are sticking around. Um as of right now, they're doing appeals and stuff. Um, but as of right now, five of them will stay. Calhoun, Cartersville, Cass, Hiram, and Woodland. Um Blessed Trinity is moving up, so they will uh, be out of that region. Um, but they'll be replaced by Dalton, um, which is obviously, you know, gonna bring in some some good uh uh, good programs and uh, Villa Rica, which uh, was in the region a few years ago when uh, Cass and, and Woodland were were in it before Cartersville joined. So, um, so there there's some you know there's some history there as well. Well, personally, I'm glad that it sticks like it is. Uh, you know, having the local teams all in the same region vying for it, it worked out pretty well this year. Uh, we got to cover a lot of games and stay local for <laughs> for selfishly. Uh, you know, and, and I'm, I'm glad these rivalries are going to be maintained because if they dropped out of the region. I don't know if they'd stick uh, in the non-region, but also Adairsville is going to remain in their same region. They're going to pick up and gain some people and lose some people, namely Rockmart. Looks like Rockmart's going to drop out of there, Nick. Yeah, so uh, Adairsville's uh, region 6-3A is, is going to remain a nine-team region, which um, they were concerned that it, it might end up being a 10-team, which would have subdivided for football like they were a few years back, and nobody – Nobody wants that, so they were they were happy that it ended up being nine teams again. Um, it was pretty um, <clears throat> pretty straightforward that Rock Mart dropped back down to two A after you know winning the, the football region titles the last two years, and um, Bremen, which was a previous uh, six AAA um, you know member, is, is going to move back up because they have a huge portion of you know they're out of out of district kids, so they pumped them back up. And um, similarly, uh, Sonorville is going to move up to 4A, and uh, Ridgeland is going to drop down. So that'll, um, you know, keep it at 9, but bring in, you know, some new some new blood. Hey, let me just weigh in very quickly, because my wife and I were talking about it. Having had girls run through the soccer system, having had gymnasts, as well as basketball and track, everybody keeps so fo- focused and, and fixated on football, and, and as if that's we're, we're going to try to fix the football for getting all the other sports. I am so happy seeing three of our schools staying together, seeing the travel, keeping it limited, keeping it to the same kind of geography. There's more than just football here, and I'm glad that that's going to be the case for the next two years. I agree with you entirely, Alan. Uh, I've driven, you know, to Florida, you know, from here, and, you know, I get down to Troop County, and I realize I get to Troop County, like, Carswell used to be in this region with these guys. I think Cass had was in a region with Banneker at one point, which makes no sense geographically. I mean, and you're right. You're thinking about football Friday nights, whatever, but think about the Tuesday games and the, the Wednesday games and other sports where people aren't getting home till you know, midnight from this. It's, it's really not a, a good situation at all. But it looks like we're coming up on a break. But we're, you know, we're really excited about tonight. Three teams teeing it up. Uh, two of them are away. Adairsville is at Oconee County. Cass is at St. Pius. Carswell will be here at Wyman hosting the Lithonia Bulldogs. All first-round matchups. All will be covered by WBHF and Bartow Sports on tonight. Be sure to tune in. It's a really exciting time to be a football fan in Cartersville and Bartow County. We'll be back after this. Uh-huh. 
Evans enrichment programs and test prep programs are a must if your student's on the fast track in school, needs help with advanced subjects, or is looking for winning SAT scores. If you want results, Sylvan delivers better than anyone else. We offer a variety of enrichment programs because we understand that learning that is personal to each child is the key to success in this highly competitive world. Set your student up for success with our advancement, college prep, and career readiness programs. Call our centers in Rome or Cartersville or visit us online at sylvanlearning.com. Matthew's Kia of Cartersville, number one in the nation for customer sales satisfaction, is back and better than ever. Our inventory is back. Our selection is better. And all October long, if you purchase a new or certified pre-owned Kia, we're giving back to the Hope Center in Cartersville. Come out today and test drive the all-new 2022 Kia Sorento SX and drive it home for $6.99 a month. We're back and better than ever. All roads lead to Matthew's Kia of Cartersville. We got you covered. See dealer for details. At Schottenkirk Honda of Cartersville on Main Street, we not only have all the new models like the Civic, Accord, Insight, Pilot, Passport, and CRV, but Schottenkirk is your used car superstore with certified pre-owned inventory and many priced under $15,000. Our award-winning staff can match your needs and budget with ease. We have the new Ridgeline pickup and the Odyssey minivan, too. Give us a shot at Schottenkirk Honda online at hondaofcartersville.com. What's for lunch today? It's Scott's Walk-Up Barbecue. Grab one of their daily lunch specials for just $7.50. A pulled pork sandwich with chips and a drink or two chili dogs with chips and a drink. Finish off your meal with a bowl of their delicious peach cobbler served with a heaping scoop of homemade vanilla ice cream. Call ahead and order large quantities for your football parties all season long. 770-382-1600. Fast and friendly, it's Scott's Walk-Up Barbecue. North Tennessee Street, Cartersville. It's time to take charge and make your comeback at Georgia Highlands College. Let us help you on the path to the career you're ready for. It's the right time at the right place and for the right price. Helping students recharge their future while juggling careers and families is important at GHC. That's why your class options are flexible and include on-campus or online opportunities to fit your schedule. Whether you want to go back and finish your degree or find something new, Georgia Highlands College is the way to take charge of your future with an affordable college degree. A bachelor's in business administration will put you in charge with healthcare management or logistics and supply chain management. Find your future career in education, graphic design, sports management, or over 40 other programs to choose from. Taking charge of your future has never been easier. Head over to go.highlands.edu and our staff will help you every step of the way. Apply by December 15th for spring semester and start taking charge of your future at Georgia Highlands College today. Sports on. We're in our last few minutes this morning. I'm joined by Jackson Hyde, Nick Sullivan, of course, Alan Sanders on the boards. We thank you very much, Alan, for your wonderful bumper music and all the help uh, this morning. And uh, we were going to wrap up today talking a little college football. We got a little bit of time left. Uh, of course, the big news is uh, the Georgia Bulldogs are traveling up to Nayland Stadium to take on the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, right now, it looks to be about a 20 point favorite. Uh, Alan and I have gone back and forth about spreads and games. All year long, I've never bet, said they'll cover it, and they seem to do it most of the time. Alan, uh, you think we cover it this weekend? That, yes, and then some. I'm not even worried about the 20-point spread. I mean, I know this was the one game we talked about four weeks ago. I said, is there anything left on the schedule that you think could be hiccup? And we said, well, maybe Tennessee. And then you look at how, no, no, there, there's no hiccup. I enjoy your confidence. I, I, I want to share it. I, I, I desperately do, uh, but it's very hard for me. I've been through a lot. Uh, hey, know. I've been a lifelong Falcons fan. I know what you're going through, but the yeah. fact that I sent two kids to the college and I bought maybe a brick or two with all of that uh, tuition money, I invested in a bulldog just stomping the rest of the season. Well, I'm, if it was if it was in Athens, I'd feel better about it. That's a very loud stadium. There's, they're going to be raucous. They have nothing to lose. Uh, you know, won't be loud for game. long. Yeah, I hope so. I've, I've seen that stadium get real quiet real quick. Um, but, you know, as far as, you know, Georgia winning the game, I, you know, there's been some distractions off the field. Uh, they're able to just limit that, get the next man up, get Robert Beal in there, uh, you know, to, at the defensive end position, inside linebacker position, um, you know, and get the guy to replace Arian Smith, who we lost yesterday to a broken leg, you know, and, and maintain the offense we've been running and make sure you limit mistakes from Stetson Bennett. 
I feel like we can win this game. And then, you know, you got Charleston Southern and Tech to finish out the regular season. Jackson, as a Georgia Tech fan, are you excited about playing the dogs uh, right now? 100% absolutely not. Um, to me, and I've been obviously a, a Tech fan my whole life, which means you have to follow Georgia if you're a Tech fan. And it's the best team I think they've had uh, in in my lifetime, quite honestly, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but I think to, I think tomorrow, if early on, if you give Tennessee a little confidence, that could make it a decent ball game. But if they come out of the gate on fire and shut them down early, I think Tennessee will fold. The, the issue Tennessee has, Jackson, and you may have kept up with it, is you know they run a tempo offense. Uh, you know they can throw people off, but they don't have a ton of depth. And you know by the t- you know they get behind and, and they kind of run out of gas. They really don't have a lot of options. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Georgia's going to throw defensive linemen at them. At, in waves. I don't think that the up-tempo offense will work near as good as it has against other teams for sure. No, and you got, you know, you got Jordan Davis, who's, you know, was named yesterday a semifinalist for the Walter Camp player of the year award, which is, you know, you don't see defensive guys being looked at like that. Uh, you know, Jalen Carter, who a lot of people say is even better than Jordan Davis. I don't know about that, but uh, he's pretty sensational. Then there's Devonte Wyatt and Trayvon Walker, who are the forgotten guys on this line, but they're, they're awesome. I mean, you saw Trayvon Walker in the Florida game drop back in pass coverage and bat a pass down that Nolan Smith ended up intercepting. You don't see that out of a 6'5", 270-pound guy. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you're right. They'll be thrown in waves. But, you know, they're going to be tested. Tennessee's got a good quarterback and, and hooker. Uh, they throw the ball down the field. They've got a coach who was a quarterback at Oklahoma. Josh Heupel uh, won a Heisman. Uh, and he seems to know what he's doing. He's instilled a little bit of confidence in this program. They've, you know, uh, upended Kentucky – uh, last week, a lot of people didn't think that was going to happen in the shootout. Uh, you know, in Kentucky, uh, you know, they they're reeling right now, uh, obviously. So Georgia's already sealed up the East. So you know, Tennessee's going to want to build on this game uh, going into next season when they get some depth and uh, some, maybe some recruiting and some transfers to help them bolster their roster. Nick, have you been paying attention to this week and all the hype about the game? Yeah, I mean, as uh, as somebody who's uh, alma mater got whacked. By the 62 to 24, uh, you know, a little over a month ago. Um, I definitely think that their their offense is going to present some challenges. Um, I think that they might be able to hang around for a while, but um, as you mentioned, their depth. I think uh, I think Georgia will be able to pull away in the second half. I'm not sure if if uh, if they'll be able to cover that uh, 20 point spread, but I definitely think uh, it'll end up being a comfortable win for them. Yeah, and, and speaking of, of comfortable wins and, and things changing, uh, you know. One thing I, I have to ask you guys, based on what you've seen this past week, what are the, what's the over and under on the number of people that transfer out of Florida's program after the season ends? Oh, my gosh. And not only that, the ones that are not going to show, you know, the commitments that they have that are seems like the decommitments are falling off uh, daily almost. You're hearing of another one leaving. And a lot of those younger kids, yes, you know, they're not, the, they're not getting what they were sold. Uh, when they signed on there at Florida, so yeah, I could I could see them leaving in waves. Yeah, Dan Mullen really shot himself in the foot, I believe, when he made that comment after the Georgia game, and they asked him about recruiting directly. And on national television, on national radio, he says, "I don't talk about recruiting until you know it's time to recruit." And then Kirby is able to counter that with, "You're always recruiting. You're recruiting every five minutes, every single day. That's the lifeblood of your program." I thought it was just a terrible comment. Uh, to make Jackson, we got about thirty seconds. So, uh, what do you? What's your take on that? Uh, absolutely. I mean, Kirby, you know, shots fired, if you will, by Kirby, and it was a perfect uh, uh, remark to come back to what Mullen had said. Yeah, you, you're recruiting whether it's on TV or, or in, in the on a visit or whatever. You're constantly uh, showing your program to be the best one out there. This has been Bartow Sports Zone. We thank you for listening. Please tune in tonight. All the games are going to be covered. Have a good evening, everyone.